Welcome back to another episode of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former UC basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the legendary coach, my man, Bob Huggins. And I was fortunate enough to wear the iconic Jordan brand unis during my time. Now, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn, Alex Meacham. I'm on Snapchat, at Big Meach 41, and soon to be on TikTok. That's right. Now, this is the special edition of the podcast, my interview series with a very special guest. All right, folks, I'm excited to bring in this former Bearcat. He played for UC from 2010 to 2014. And, I mean, this, this guy quickly became a fan favorite because of his hard play on the court, his dunks, chase down blocks. And when you think of what it means to be a Bearcat and wear that red and black, this guy embodies the toughness, the attitude, the hustle, I could go on and on, but I want to welcome in my guy, Justin Jackson. What up, JJ? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. What are you, uh, what are you up to these days? Man, right now I'm home relaxing because of the um, the virus, so they sent everyone home right now. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now, really. Crazy but times, I'm, man. Yeah, man, crazy, but I was in Hungary before then. It was the third in the league. We're having a good year. Man. And um, later in the podcast, I want to kind of jump into your professional career. Um, We're going to talk about that. But we're going to kind of go through your journey in basketball. But real quick, before I go into that, um, I was telling my father today that I was going to interview you. And he he said, man, J.J. is one of my favorite players of all time. And remember, remember after games were over, my dad I and I would come him. down. Yeah, I would talk to him. Every game. You talk yeah. to him. So you, you're definitely one of his uh, favorite players. And he's doing well. Thanks for asking. He's doing well. He's yeah, doing all right. That's yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's let's go through the journey with basketball. You're originally from Cocoa Beach, Florida. Right. And I think we have something in common that I bet you didn't know about me. But correct me if I'm wrong. Did you attend three high schools? Yes, I did. I did, too. Oh, really? (laughs) I went to three different high schools in four years. So we share the same kind of journey. So take us through, you know, your high school career, Um, your your freshman and sophomore year. Take us through that. All right. So, like, for me, I'm from, like, for me, I'm from Florida. I'm on Cocoa Beach. And Cocoa Beach is, like, a small city. Florida, you know, so basketball not it's not that like that big like like if you go to like Orlando, like, which is like thirty minutes away from me. So like I was like the best player coming into high school or whatever, and I played at a school called Galley High School. It had pretty a couple pretty good guys and stuff, and I got Player of the Year my my first year. I was the only player ever to do that. Then I won it again my sophomore year. So. That's when my bird had, um, saw me, and I transferred to my bird. Mm-hmm. 
Then I went to my very, it was great, had a great time, but they have like a school system where like, I don't know, like it's a kind of purpose story school. So like they have different like rules and whatnot. It's not like go by like the regular like high school Florida thing, you know? So like I didn't have their requirements to be there for like, they wanted me to do another year of high school after doing four years, you know, and I wasn't going to do that. So right. after that one year, at my word, I transferred to Marlin Country Day ACD in Jacksonville, uh-huh. and yeah, that's where I really just blossomed my sophomore. My really, I really blossomed my junior year going to Montgomery because I showed people who I was and what I can do, and that got me a lot of open doors and stuff. Opened a lot of doors for me. I played a good AAU team as well, so I mean. That where it was. I met Mick. I met Mick at the PC Jam in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun fact. I only been on one visit. And my like, you know, you had like four visits. I only went on one. I went to Cincinnati, and I committed after that. I didn't even go on another my other visits. Now, 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 why is that? What what happened on that visit that made you commit? I mean, this connection, like. I like a like I'm real big on family. Like I'm a family type of person. Like I'm a lawyer type of guy. So like when I admit, felt like a like a father figure from home for me. Like I know he, I know he had my back. I know he had the best for me. If he didn't come out, like I knew that it, sometimes it might not come out the way people wanted to come out, or you, it looks bad on the outside looking in. But I knew it as him as a as a person as a man that he not want nothing but the best for anybody. He does mm-hmm. work. And I just, I don't know, the connection was there. And I just, I didn't feel no need for me to visit anywhere else. Because I've already been to, like, I had, like, Florida. I have Florida, Villanova, um, Missouri, Cincinnati, and Florida State. Wow. I, yeah, so, like, I already had, I already been to Florida. I already been to Florida State. And I've been to Villanova when I was in high school and at Montverde, like we had like a tournament up there. So I've been there too. So like it wasn't like for like and the only way I didn't go see is Missouri. You know what I mean? So like for me it was already like said and done for me. Like uh for me it wasn't about like the city or the surroundings or the shoes or like Nike or Adidas or that stuff. All that stuff didn't matter to me. It's about Going somewhere like it was a family, you know, mm-hmm. and that what it was for Bear Cash. And like mm-hmm. even now, like to like even now to this day, I still keep in contact with you and other guys. Like I keep in contact with Kenya. I mean, it's it's, it's a family, and that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So it, it felt per- it felt perfect for me. Yep, for sure, for sure. Okay, so uh, you commit to the Bearcats. You end up coming to Clifton. Uh, your first year is the 2010-2011 season, and you guys at that time were in the Big East. Um, some of the guys you played with that year, Deion Dixon, Yancey, um, SK was coming in with you, uh, Cash, uh, Darnell Wilkes, right? Larry Davis, Russ, Biggie, you had, <laughs> we had Rush, uh, Bishop, who else yep. you had? Man, we that's my favorite. That's my favorite year in college. That was my senior year, for yeah. sure. For sure. Well, I feel that was our best team. 
Slowly, you got you got started off so good. You got started off fifteen and zero that year. Yeah, man. Smacked, smacked Xavier by twenty. Yeah, man. And and here's the crazy thing, the Big East was loaded that year. And if they you had remember, twelve teams to go to. They had twelve teams to go to the state tournament. Twelve or thirteen teams. That crazy. Year. crazy, crazy. Out of fifteen, fifteen or sixteen teams. That's un- unbelievable. Loaded that year. And you're coming into a situation with, you know, a lot of good players. And as a freshman, I mean, you still played in 35 games. You came off the bench. Now, as a freshman, what type of learning curve did you kind of go through that first year? Because a lot of times, sometimes freshmen come in and they don't play a lot. They don't even get into some games. You played 35 games, averaging around like 12, 13 minutes a game. Yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like I played a lot for – what we had as a team, like the, the guys we had before me, you know, so I feel like I played a lot. I feel like, I don't know. For me, it was like I had Yancey. I had I had guys that really knew the game and knew how to play in the Big East that mm-hmm. taught me the ropes. So, like, in the beginning, it was a physical and, like, more yeah, physical and mental. Hard, like, it was, that, that was the hard part for me, really, mm-hmm. to, like, Come on, like you're going to the Big East. You guys, Yancey Gates, he's 6'10", 260. <laughs> Come on. You know what I mean? Then, yeah. you got, then you got Biggie, he's seven foot. You know, they got Ibrahim Thomas, he's seven foot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they had Darnell Wilkes. He's like jumping like Vince Carter. You know yep. what I mean? Like, I, that was like, I'm coming in, I'm thinking I'm good. I come in, I've seen guys jump up, guys 6'8", jumping over a dude seven foot. You know what I mean? So, like... <laughs> <laughs> then you got Larry Davis, the crazy man, who picked you up full court to shoot it. Oh man! You know what I mean? You had no doubt. Deion Dixon, one of the craziest talents we had. Mm-hmm. That's K. Yep. He was hungry. So now, like, what? What did you? Okay, going from your first year, and we're going to talk about your second year, the 2011-2012 season. So, coming from your freshman year, where you know you played in 35 games. What were some of the things that during the off season you had to concentrate on to get better? Well, really, it was really me and this kid had to where that like man, we need to dedicate to ourselves in the off season to become to, to get something to be better at in something that is wrong in our game in one category. You know what I mean? And Coach Cronin, he really gave us the film. He gave us the film and let us know, like, after the season, what we needed to work on. And miles of free throws and, like, around the rim and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, and SK, it was like, shoot, you know, SK, you know what I mean? You know, SK is a monster. So, so yeah, yeah. So, we just, me and SK just pride ourselves to stay in the gym, really. So, like, every, we did that every summer. Yep. Like, it was me and him. And if you look at it, so, JJ, you and Sean and all you guys putting in all the time, and with that roster coming back um, for 2011 to 2012 season, I mean the expectations for this group were so high. Not not only the guys that were coming back with you and other guys, but guys coming in. Coming in. Expectations were high that year. Yeah. And, And but with the expectations being so high. The first part of the season was pretty rough. I mean, you guys lost yeah. to Presbyterian in like third game of the year, then turn around and lose to Marshall. Talk Marshall, man. 
Yeah, man. I don't know. I think we were too big at it, you know. Because we went to the NCAA tournament. Was, I guess it's been a while since they've been to the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. you know. So we, my first year, we, we got a little big-headed. And then we realized that it's not going to be given to you, you know. And we had to get back to the drawing boards. And, you know, Mick wasn't going to have that. So, yep, that's what it was. I mean, we just – it was just something that just clicked that we had to understand, like, it's it's not about us just coming on the court and what we did last year. You got to prove yourself every game, you know. And that's where we we realized that, like, our DNA was defense. And we were trying to be like Kansas instead of being like Cincinnati, you know. Mm-hmm. And when we realized that we Cincinnati and we played defense and we pride ourselves on things like that, hustle and talking and things like that, and we came to our identity, and I feel like that's when we took off. I think that was the year we went to Sweet 16. Am I right? It is. It is. And I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to jump into that in a second. But it is one thing about your career, you go back and look at, and the teams you were on, it was the, the Xavier game, for some reason, a large part of your career kind of defined you guys moving forward. It was, it was just a yeah. weird thing. That year – you, yeah. you were involved in one of the most bizarre Xavier games of all time. And this yeah, is that's the, year with the, yeah. the, the Wikipedia year page, the brawl. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, man, I get asked about that everywhere I go in Europe. Like, is that, literally. You, seriously? Literally, I swear it's not, it's not even a joke. I'm being serious. What do they ask? What do they say? Were you at the school at Cincinnati when you had the big brawl? Oh my god! Yeah, no. <laughs> it was it was us. Now, were you on the you were on the bench at that time when when that went down, right? Yeah, man, I was. Okay, I thought I, I thought I remembered you were on the bench from mm-hmm. from your, and I don't want to I don't want to talk about um, the brawl too much because obviously it's on YouTube. People have kind of talked about it forever, but um, just quickly from your viewpoint, you sitting on the bench. And I know there was a lot of shit talking going on the entire yeah, game, sure. yeah, and sure. even going into halftime, there was a you know a little bit of an altercation. It was a very tense game because you see this building up like man, this could get bad. Yeah, I said like damn, it could get ugly because like we whooped their ass last year at our house, you know. So like it was like payback. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so like we seen how the game was going. They were talking a lot of shit. I mean, a lot of. Yep. And they were back and they were backing it up at and it was just we're prideful, you know. Mm-hmm. And, but we let our pride get the best of us. And I was like, that's the wrong thing to that was the wrong thing to do, but the best thing for our, our season it makes sense. Yeah, and it's it's crazy how the, the, the season changed. So the brawl goes you down. You won seven seven games, eight games in a row, right? You won uh yeah, seven games because it started with that right state game. You're right. Yeah. Now, so real quick, um, so after that game's over, the the brawl, um, how many guys? Do you remember who was suspended? Uh, Yancey, Shaq, Zilon, Octavius. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yep, a lot of guys were out. So you guys going shorthanded. And yeah. the game's at right. You lost two of our bigs. You lost both our bigs. Yep. And I remember, J.J., I remember going to the game at Wright State, and 
and obviously Wright State and Dayton's not far from Cincinnati, so that was an easy drive. But I thought for for me, being a former player and and also a big fan, it was important that I go to that game. It was the game after the brawl. You know, a lot of you guys. Yeah, Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, man, that game right there, I think that gave so many of you guys confidence moving forward. Yeah. Right? Y'all, it was y'all, really. The support really was really pushed us through that. That's what really got us over the hunk. As you remember, we was losing that game mm-hmm. at Rice State. Yep. We was losing. We was losing that game. And I don't know. Y'all just – I don't know. Y'all just gave us the support. We heard y'all there. We had a big fan crowd at that game. Yep, sure did. Yeah. And we – we just ate from that, really. Yep. Then went on, like you said, and won seven games. Um, and that kind of, you know, that kind of changed the the season. So let's talk about going into the NCAA tournament. Um, and once again, I rewind it. And at the start of the season, there were super high expectations for this team. Going into the NCAA tournament, you guys going to play Texas first. How are you feeling going into the tournament? We all with you. Texas, I was like, man, they're a team that just, like, depends on offense, and we know we can stop them on defense. Mm-hmm. So we knew that if we had a good – we knew if we had a good this is a good offensive day, we were going to win that game. But the Florida State game, they, they, man, they were big as shit. <laughs> they were. They were big yep. as shit. Yep. They, huge. They, had, they started two, two footers, front guard was 6'5". Shoot guard six seven, and um the three men was like six eight six nine. Mhm. It's crazy. It's NBA, it's NBA roster. Yep. But we just outran them. We just ran them really. We just ran them. Uh, and, and and after that Florida State win, I think you guys won like sixty two to fifty six. Yeah. Um, going into that Ohio State game, I mean you guys understand, and I know you're from Florida, but you understand how important it is um, to play a school like Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. So so take us through the preparation for that game and then going into that. Really, we just try to live in the moment, but take it as like just another game. Mm -hmm. None of us us never been in this moment before. We're going to 616. We're going in Boston right now. You know, like this is crazy. Mm -hmm. Like we we did what we like we we like we looking at, we were looking at like we accomplishment goal that we had in the beginning of the year. Yep. So we try to live in the moment, but understand like just another game. Like take one game at a time, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Just a ball that didn't roll our way. I guess you can say. Yeah. And how'd you play that game? Uh, I really don't remember. I think I did all right. I think I did pretty good. Yeah. Wasn't that wasn't that the game that you guys wore the um you guys wore the uniforms, the the RBT uniforms, the orange <laughs> ones. <laughs> what do you yeah, think about honest. those? It was crazy. I mean uh, it was crazy. <laughs> I didn't see the need I didn't see the need for an orange jersey when we were red and black team. Right, right. I was just like off balance, like that just like threw me off like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember those. So every time I see a picture of those, I'm like, man, those are some weird, weird unis. They were ugly to me, to be honest with you. I don't like them. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think a lot of I think a lot of people feel that same way. I wasn't gonna say it. I'll let you say it. Um, so okay, lose to Ohio State. It is what it is. You got to move forward. You're getting ready for your junior year, 2012-2013 season, and and kind of like college, JJ, you're kind of doing like what you did in high school, and that is you're getting better every single year. Yeah, your you your your game is improving every year. Now, you guys started off the season um, 12 and 0, um, starting off playing really really well. Um, you had the revenge game versus Xavier, you know, beat them. And, downtown. um, yeah, yep. Yep. That was the first game that was, was downtown at us bank arena, yeah. which was bizarre to, to have it at a, a neutral site, but was that you taking away from the library doing that? Yep. Yep. Yeah, for sure. But, but there's one thing that I remember you might feel differently about this, but, um, you know, being a guy that I, you know, I would come to practices and I would I would watch the games. I really thought this year, this 2012-2013 season, was like the year that you really established, like, who you were defensively. Like, I think the fans really got to see how good defensively you were. And during that 12-0 run that started the season and you guys just playing well, I think fans started going, this dude's a monster. I mean, and I'll talk about this a little bit later, who you reminded me of, but, but where do you, where do you get that from that, that defensive, you know, tenacity that's, uh, it's a long line of Bearcat fan, uh, Bearcat players in the past have always been defensively strong, but where does that come from? It's true. Cause it's, uh... Kenny Martin, Kevin Garnett, Amari Steinmeier. That's what mm-hmm. I watched. I watched yep. the three guys. And I saw Ken and um, KZ play with so much passion. And Amari played with just so much. Like, like Amari played like Kenya, but it was so much bounce, bounce to him, you know? Yep. And that's how I was. And I played with bounce. So like, I tried to model my game after those guys. Like things like how can I be effective without being like a lethal scorer like SK or someone like that? You know what I mean? It'll be like Yancey or down or like a, a paint presence. How can I be effective and be a healthy team? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like, and so like what 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 I saw what I was good at at that time, and that was just being like Kenya and being like Kevin Garnett, bringing the passion. Bringing defense, doing the little things, diving for the ball, like trying to block the shot that when you people don't think you're trying to block the shot, trying to mm-hmm. block every shot, trying to get every rebound, you know, talk on defense, set the hard screens, dunk everything around the world. Yep, and and you you made a great point. So that that season, um, that that was offensively that was SK's team. Like I think yeah. he was you know around the last seven. two years, the last two years, last junior and senior year for sure. Yeah, no doubt, and, and he's averaging 17 points a game. Um, your guys' junior year, and you're, but you're like you said, you're establishing yourself in other ways at such a yeah. high level. And it was such an important piece uh, to that team's success. But, um, but one thing I know had to be disappointing for you, and that was the first round loss in the NCAA tournament to Creighton. 
Um, that was so, I was so, I had to feel bad. Yeah, talk, talk about that a little bit. They saw her ass at the gym. Simple. What's that? They, they saw, they saw our asses at the gym. Yeah. They were showing them from everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had, we thinking, like, all right, we just crazy, man. We got a defensive team. Like, there's a whole bunch of, excuse me, but we like, there's a whole bunch of white guys. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's no way. Right. So, like, we just got to play, we'll play, play our game, we'll be good. You know, mm-hmm. these, these guys were shooting two, two steps from half court. Doug McDermott, number 34, we call him Dirt. We call him mm-hmm. Dirt. Mm-hmm. Man, two, man, look. Shoot. I want to say they can shoot it, they can shoot it. And they shot ass at the gym, man. I don't know, man. It's just, they had our number. They really just, that's the team that just had our number that night. Yep, yep. That was definitely a uh, a tough loss. But you know, now you get you get through that leading into this 2013-2014 season. It's your last year. This is your yeah. senior year. Obviously, this is your your best season um, as a player. But but one thing that happened this year, this 2013-2014 season, was um, you really established yourself from a fan base as a fan favorite that would live on for so long. And there's one thing about Cincinnati, JJ, and that is, you know, we're not a, we're not like a big fancy city, like, you know, New York, LA and other cities. Um, loyal, loyal, blue collar, hardworking town. And that was you. So people saw the way you played. That's how people live their lives here. Work hard every day. Um, do all the little things. And, what what was really crazy was I mean, you played with so much emotion. The Justin Jackson mean face became <laughs> <laughs> became. Did you realize that that was going to become a thing? No, nah, I still do it to this day, man. It's just something I do, man. I don't know. I didn't know it was going to do this. I did not know it was going. I didn't know, man. I know. I thought people would make fun of it, but they they liked it. <laughs> They they would I don't, and you probably didn't see this because you were playing, but during like timeouts on the jumbotron, they would like go around and and take the camera and show people in the crowd and kids were doing the mean face. I did not and, know that. Yeah, <laughs> and then that led to that T-shirt, man. Talk about that T-shirt. I don't want to talk about that because that's when we like to move at the budget. You say what? I don't want to talk about that because that's when we like to move at the budget. The 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 mean face T-shirt. Yeah, the white out. Yeah, the white shirts. Oh, you you don't you don't like to talk about that game, huh? That, that 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 game, I cried that day. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was a tough one, but yeah, I mean, but but listen, from a from a standpoint of I think your excellence on the court and what you did, that T-shirt really was a tribute to you, and I appreciate it was, that too. And, and it is. It, it wasn't just like. Oh, this dude's making a face. Nah, that's not the point of the shirt. The shirt is all the passion. All the passion. Everything you put into the game. And that had to mean a lot to your family, though, seriously. Yeah. It's just talking about, God, it's just talking about to the day. Again, you understand, I told you, I'm from a small city. You know what I mean? So I had a lot of success. Like, Mm. to the, like, you know, like, Playing in the nutshell, I'm like LeBron and 
Bavard County. That's where I'm. That's where I'm from. I'm from Bavard mm-hmm. County. I'm like LeBron there because I'm the only person that ever made it out. Of really? Yeah. Everybody like it's a football. It's a football state. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I'm on the phone. Yeah. Um. So okay. Listen, looking at this season here, the 2013-2014 season, I mean, you guys are, are, are catching a lot of stride. Um, you are really the machine that makes this team go. And I said that before, Sean was always the leading scorer and all that, but you were really the machine that made this team go. But once again, the Xavier game kind of changes the season. You guys go, lose to Xavier, um, get blown out, really. Really? And – and it changed the it changed the season. You guys go on a fifteen game winning streak, which is crazy because just with that schedule and and just the the rigors of some hard back, games. Was that? You got some hard games. Oh, no doubt. You guys win fifteen yeah. in a row. The yeah, the man. game that sticks out to me. Talk to talk, talk about this game. I was there. Um, during that fifteen game winning streak, the three point win at Louisville when they were ranked. Uh, 12th in the country. Do you remember that game? I remember. I just came back from my anchor injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I didn't practice or nothing. I didn't know I was going to play that game. Mm-hmm. You, know, you played you play there and you won out a little more. It was crazy. It's came out crazy against them. Second half, great game, too. Second half, hell of a game. Yep. It was such an intense game, man. That was... A lot that of passion. Was, yeah, for, oh, for sure. Because through the coaches, you understand. You, I mean, you know, uh, you like you, you around. So it's like you know, like Nick and Pacino, like you know how that is. Like you know, in film and, and practice, you 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 have to practice. You know how we, you know what's yep. going on. You know what I mean? Like so, like you know what the what the vibes were. Like there's a, there's a no way. Like nah, like you can't you can't lose this one. Yep. We shouldn't have lost the one at home either. It just rushed. Mm-hmm. Dumbass shot. <laughs> um, and, and listen, I, I think this season is 2013-2014 season. Um, you know, obviously during the regular season, I think it was a great season. It was a very exciting season. Um, UNSK. I hate waiting. It ended what? terrible. What? It ended terrible. That's what I was going to get to. The game versus Harvard, man. That's that's one of the toughest losses. Um, I, I still haven't solved it to this day. Mm. I still haven't solved that loss to this day. There's no way we should have lost it. I'm sorry. Yeah. We came there thinking we was the shit. Excuse my French. We came there thinking we was the shit. Mm-hmm. And you got our ass handed to us. Period. It's coming from me thinking I was... Thinking like, all right, this is hard as no way. 12th seed, 5th seed. We worked too damn hard to get here. Mm-hmm. So we 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 messed up. We relaxed. As soon as we got there, we relaxed. We're like, all right, we're here. Not knowing that you're not, it just started. You know what I mean? Like, it just started. Knowing that now, like, it just started. Like, that, that, man, that one hurts to the day. There's no way you should end that. That year, that year, there's no way we just we won the we won the league. You know, we won the league. I'm talking about like the regular season, not the like the tournament thing. Mm-hmm. We won the regular season. I split it in the world or something like that. On the world, okay. And we just had the team. Man, we, SK is playing a hell of a year. He's about to be 
when we were all American. I was defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had we had team, we had guard. That's the first team, I'm second team. Detroit was playing good. Yeah, we, we just I don't know, man. That 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 will hurt. Um, tough loss, but looking at the big picture, um, you you had an amazing career, um, and you mentioned this guy several times during the interview. He was my roommate on the road, and he was my teammate during my time, and that's Kenyon Martin. And I will tell you, you had there were there were some similarities I saw in you to Kenyon, um, you know, during your career, but more so during your senior year. And, and let me let me take you through this. Your ability to not only chase down blocks, um, help side blocks. You dunked everything you could around the basket. I mean, that's what made Kenyon Martin Kenyon. You know, he had that toughness. You had so much of that um, in your game. And I know you talked about Kenyon before, but I'm telling you from a guy who practiced with him, watched him play, there were so many similarities. There was one time, I, I want to say you guys were playing, I can't remember who you were playing, but like, Cashmere might have um, missed a layup, and you got a rebound, and you just caught it, boom, one-handed dunk down the – and it was so Kenyan-like, man. Just reminded me of – I mean, it really was. And no matter how, you know, the seasons ended with the, the, the Creightons and the Harvard games, your, your career, man, you've got to look back and just – and really, you know, be pleased with your, your progress and how you played and how you left as a Bearcat. Yeah, I, I mean, I could sleep at night, but I'm not really pleased. I feel like I could have done more earlier. I just I was in my own head. I mean, I could have been more. I could have. I could have been more earlier. You know? mm-hmm. So I could sleep at night, though. I feel like I had a good career. You did. You did. And you're still JJ. You're still one of the fan favorites. Like people still talk about you here. I hope you know that. Mm-hmm. I wish I could come back, man. Just how how things are going, but basketball, I, I never had the time. Yeah, we got we got to get you back, though, man. We got to get you I back. I will for man. sure. I mean, I want to see the new arena and everything. You know what I mean, I want to see that. Man, you are, you're gonna look, man. You will not like when you walk into the new arena. You're gonna be like, wait a minute, what? Like, yeah, the locker room is crazy. How's the locker room? Oh, it's crazy. It's not the whole the whole thing is unbelievable. They did a they did a fantastic job. They they couldn't have done there's I couldn't point to a couple things and say, Oh, they could have done this better than that, but the whole thing is just like it's perfect. It it really is. We definitely gotta get you back um for a game. Sure. When you do come back, if if you need tickets, you make sure you hit me up. I'll make sure I'll get that done for you. You know that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um now listen, always in the podcast, um I wanna do quick questions. Quick answers. All right, you ready for this? Okay, let's do it. All right, quick questions, quick answers with Justin Jackson. So, number one, and maybe the most important question I've asked you this for, what's your favorite Air Jordan sneaker of all time? Come on, JJ. Jordan 1s. I'm wearing Jordan 1s right now. My favorite by far. Why is that? You can wear anything anywhere. You can rock jeans. You can wear it to a wedding. You can, you can hoop it. You know what I mean? You can do your real. You can, you know what I 
Whatever it is, you really like that. So you can do that. You can wear anything with shorts. Mm-hmm. Just, I like the Jordan Lowe's. You can, you can go to Jordan Lowe's with the best. Summer days. You know, I'm from Florida, so the summer day with the little shorts. Yeah. Jordan 1 is on. Yeah. Perfect. Good, good answer. Good answer. All right. For question number two, um, if you didn't play hoop, you didn't play any basketball, and you had a choice, would you rather be the most famous rapper in the world or the most famous R&B singer in the world? Oh, R&B singer, baby. So, oh, can you sing? Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> if you were to be like any R&B singer, who would you Chris be Brown. Like? Chris Brown. Oh, you got dance. Mm-hmm. You got your dance moves and everything, right? I used to. I used to do that back in the day, baby. I used to be um, on the, I was all in front of the TV when I was a kid. Oh man, get all the ladies. Yeah, try. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question number three: um, If you could be remembered for one thing during your time at UC as a Bearcat basketball player. What would you want to be remembered for? Just a winner. And, uh, just know I gave y'all my all. And y'all always be number one in my heart. Mm. Good stuff. My last question here. During your career here with the Bearcats, if you had to go to battle and had to take one teammate with you, I think I know I'm your answer. You. I, I knew that would be your answer. Why is that? Chance a killer. That's what we call him, killer. A <laughs> killer. He's a killer. He's just, well, he, it's nothing. I haven't seen, I haven't seen nothing like it to this day. Mm-hmm. He's the best I've seen. He's different. He's different. Like, he's literally a, he's a workhorse. He might be the strongest person I've ever played against. Like, besides, like, a big man, like, a, like a two-pound, mm-hmm. 60-pound guy. But, like, mm-hmm. physical, like, He's a monster. And he he's more competitive than me. And you gotta be a crazy motherfucker to be more competitive than me. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So so tell tell the Bearcat fans um what you're doing now. I know you, you said you're playing in Hungary, but um just basketball wise how all that's going for you. How long have you been playing professionally, by the way? Six years now. Six years. Wow. Yeah. Man. I just recently bought me a house. Oh yeah, so, where? Yeah, Florida. I'm in my hometown, Cocoa Beach. Okay, congrats. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's been great to me. Mm-hmm. That's why it's been good. I've been I played four years in Greece, a year in Russia. Um, Hungary. Are you going to go back to Hungary, or are you looking to go somewhere else? No, I'm not going back to Hungary. Yeah. Yeah, not, uh, okay. I mean, I mean, you get money, but just too cold. How cold is it? Like colder than Cincinnati? It's not close. Yeah, Cincinnati get cold. Yeah, it does, man. Trust me, I struggle with it every year, every winter. <laughs> Crazy going to those UC games, walking in the winds. Punching you in the face. Forget all that. Definitely um, missed that. No. How many more years do you think you have left playing professionally? I can't do it no more, man. Hmm? I can't do it no more. Yeah? 
Yeah, so I'm 29 now. Play six years. I say, man, you know, in Europe is different than the NBA. Mm -hmm. uh, after watching LeBron and seeing how he take care of his body, I see that he's at 35 doing what he's doing. Mm -hmm. I know, I know, I can do it. Yeah, just gotta take care of my body. I start eating the right way. You know, I don't eat red meat. I, I haven't had a soda in like in five years. Mm -hmm. So like, you gotta do. I'll, if you take care of your body, it's up to you. Really, and I, I yep. think people. I think people have proven that Ray Allen. I think Ray, Ray Allen can play right now. You know what I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, like he just choose not to. Took care of his body. Yeah, yeah. Take you take care of your body. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, for sure. Well, listen, hey, um, you know, Bearcat Nation, myself, everybody, wishes you the best of luck in your professional career. And then also, man, when you get that free gap and that free window, man, you gotta. Come to America. Oh yeah, during the off season, man, come back. You know, come yeah. to workouts, practice something. We gotta get you yeah. back in the building. Oh yeah, I was gonna come back this year, but you know, there's all this stuff going on. I ain't going nowhere. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, man. Well, listen, JJ, this was great, man. Um, the Bearcat fans are gonna be excited to hear what you're doing, catch up with you hear some of the stories, get into the mind of Justin Jackson. So, hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Thanks for having gotta, me. Yep, got to get you again soon, man. Got to get you on again, all right? Let me know. Give me a call. All right, sounds good. Take care, man. All right. Thanks. I want to thank everybody for listening to our special episode, our interview series of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. And once again, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. Also on Facebook and LinkedIn, Alex Meacham. On Snapchat, at BigMeach41. And soon to be on TikTok. I appreciate everybody listening to the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Go Bearcats.